If you want to build a business around real estate investing, then go far, go fast, get investors, get business partners, and go far and go fast. But if you're truly looking for supplemental income, as passive as it can get, passive is kind of a bad word, supplemental income, just in case you want to quit your job, just in case you get fired, just in case you hate your current business, then take it slow. It will compound. Are you looking for freedom? Freedom from the daily grind and hustle? Or just finding a way to live the life you always wanted? Then join us on the Investing for Freedom podcast. Our host, Mike Ayala, will help you discover new ways to find freedom with tips, insights, and interviews. You'll learn the exact systems he's used to travel the world and live his best life. True success and happiness are all about freedom. And here's your roadmap on how to find freedom on your own terms. Welcome to the Investing for Freedom podcast. Here's your host, Mike Ayala. Thank you for joining me on the Investing for Freedom podcast. Everything that you know about real estate investing might be wrong. I was thinking the other day back to how Kara and I got started investing in real estate, and it's probably similar to, you know, most of us. Um, I did not look at real estate investing as a career. I did not think about it as something I wanted to build a major business around. Um, I was at a conference, actually. It was an annual planning session with a company that we were consulting with called BDR Business Development Resource in the HVAC and plumbing space. I had a full-time coach. My service manager had a coach. My accounting team had a coach. But we're at this annual planning event. It was called Profit Launch. And my coach was actually speaking from stage and he made this comment. He said, if your business isn't helping you achieve your personal goals, you just own a job. And as we had done the pre-planning workbooks and everything leading up to Profit Launch, which was basically an annual planning event where you kind of mapped out your year, they had had us do a bunch of workbooks and just planning And one of the whole planning sessions, the very beginning of it was around your personal goals and what you wanted your life to look like. And so again, the statement was, if your business isn't helping you achieve your personal goals, you just own a job. And that hit me square between the eyes. And in the planning that we had done, one of the things that uh, Kara and I had decided was that we wanted to buy two income producing properties a year for 10 years, meaning single family homes. That's where our mindset was at at that point in time. And so we thought to ourselves, And at that point, like I wasn't thinking that I was going to build this business and retire. There's all these conversations today around, you know, if uh, if you love what you do, you'll never work a day in your life. And people are talking about having an exit strategy when you start a business. This is a different mindset that we live in today. When I started my business, I literally thought that I was going to be 65 or 70 years old working in that plumbing and heating business. And that, that was what I was going to do for the rest of my life. I wasn't thinking you know, five-year exits, 10-year exits. And I'm not saying you shouldn't think about that stuff, but the reality is as I was, it's, it's kind of funny because you come full circle and I was recently speaking at BDR's annual conference of about 400 um, HVAC and plumbing company owners. And what I shared with them was I had worked with BDR. I had gone through a potential exit with a private equity group that kind of fell apart. I sold my business and then I went to the private equity route and started buying real estate. Well, My talk was on demystifying private equity. And the thing that I shared with them at this point in time was whether you're setting your business up for an exit or whether you're setting your business up to keep it, to provide a better life for you, or even a generational, multi-generational legacy project, the outcome should be the same. You should be putting systems and processes in place that that business doesn't need you on a daily basis. So if you need to take a week off or want to take three weeks off or you want to take six weeks off or 
God forbid you get hit by a bus and you're in the hospital for four months or eight months or 12 months, the business goes on without you. Because if you want to sell that business, then really what a big company is looking for is that that business has systems, processes, people in place that you are not the linchpin of that business. And also, if you're going to keep that business, you want the same thing because you want your freedom lifestyle. So as Kara and I started thinking about that whole concept of, you know, two income producing properties a year for 10 years, what our thinking was, was at the end of 10 years, if I could acquire 20 properties, single family homes, then I would have this cash flow, not that I would live off of. And this is where I was saying that, you know, everything that we know or think we know about real estate, I think we really have to question the idea of real estate investing and how we got to where we're at over the last 10 or 12 years, because it's become vogue. It's become easy because of, you know, cheap interest rates and financing and, and gurus teaching. And you know what? I have a real estate course, but I didn't do it because I wanted to make a bunch of money off of teaching. Um, I believe it was, uh, I can't remember who it was. I think it might've been Robert Allen. No, I, I don't remember who the real estate uh, guru was, but he said, I've made millions of dollars off of real estate and I've made hundreds of millions off of teaching real estate. And that's just such an interesting, you know, principle and time that we've been in the last 10 or 12 years. And so I think we really have to check in with ourselves and say, okay, how did I get here? What do I really believe about real estate investing? Why did I get started? Because again, in mine and Kara's case, we got started because we wanted 20 single family properties. And I thought to myself, you know, when I'm 65 or 70 years old and I have these uh, 20 single family properties and I have this business, if I want to slow down, then those will all be paid for, you know, 30, 40 years from now. And I'll have this cash flow that I don't have to work. That's what I was thinking when I first got into real estate. But then when I sold my business, which by the way, by the time I sold my business in 2014, Karen and I had 45 single family doors, some duplexes, threeplexes, et cetera. Um, and we had five mobile home parks that we were, um, that we owned, not, not with investors, by the way. Um, and three commercial buildings. And so, you know, we kind of blew our goals out of the water. I actually came back and I bought two single family homes in 2006, I think it was after uh, BDR and profit launch. And then that next year, you know, we find this mobile home park deal that's like a 70 space mobile home park deal and ended up buying that. Um, but again, you know, the print, like how, how did we get here? Everything that we think we know about real estate, we've been sold this whole idea that, you know, if you buy real estate, uh, it's going to be passive and you're going to have all this passive income. And Robert Kiyosaki kind of coined this. He said, you know, you need to create enough passive income to get out of the rat race, which is a noble cause. But I think people got to the point where they think that they're going to do this in three years, five years, maybe even 10 years. And the reality is most people can't do that. When I first got started, again, I was thinking in 30 year terms, I wanted to get enough passive income on my rental properties that I didn't have to work. And I thought if I could get 20 single family properties, that would be a pretty good living. But I thought of this in terms of 20, 30 years. People in this day and age, they want to get to 100 doors or 500 doors or 1,000 doors in two years, three years. Can it be done? Yes. It's very, very rare though without investors to be able to do that. And here's the thing that I was saying, everything you know about real estate investing might be wrong because if what you're looking for is passive income to replace your active income, it's probably going to take 10 or 20 years to accomplish that. If what you're looking for is to build a real estate investment business, meaning an asset management company, meaning you're going to have 20, 30, 50, 100 doors, 1,000 doors, whatever it is, you are building a business. 
That is not a passive investing vehicle. And so what you really have to ask yourself is, do I want enough rental real estate to replace my job or to replace my business income if needed? And if that is the case and you don't want to build a business, a real estate business, then take it slow. Don't get frustrated. Take your time. Keep working. This is a conversation I've been having a lot lately around the flywheel. Whatever it is that creates the income that allows you to go and invest, you need to keep that going. The old principle around this, another way of saying the flywheel would be the golden goose. Remember the parable of the golden goose? There was a goose that laid golden eggs. And then one day, I'm going to shorten this, but one day the owner of the goose decides to cook the goose that laid the golden eggs. Well, that is your business. That is your W-2 job. That is whatever it is that you make money. And we've gotten into this place the last five, 10 years, 12 years, 15 years. And trust me, it's not our fault. The gurus have really put this idea in our heads that it's really easy. And it's not that easy. It's just like running another business. And so you have to accept it for what it is, but don't cook the golden goose. Do not despise your flywheel. Because the thing that got Kara and I, like I said, when we sold our business, In 2014, I had 45 single family doors, three commercial buildings, five mobile home parks that we owned without investors. How did I accomplish all that? I had a business that was spinning off a lot of capital and I was able to go acquire real estate and wait. And the thing that I realized though is after I sold my business and I decided to go into real estate full time because it had been easy, then what I realized pretty soon I had 100 employees in the real estate business. And it was just that. It's just another business. So here's where the rubber meets the road on this. Do you want to build a real estate investing business or do you want to have passive income, as passive as it can get, um, that supplements your income long-term? I have talked to so many people that despise where they're at. They hate their job. They hate their business. They hate their career. And they think that real estate investing is going to solve all of their problems. And the reality is most people wake up and they realize that they're just building another business and it's not going to solve all their problems. What we were running away from before, we just bought ourselves another job. And so as my coach said from stage, if your business isn't helping you achieve your personal goals, you just own a job. And if you're not careful, your real estate portfolio is going to do the same thing to you. So the question of the day is, Is everything that you know or everything that you think you're building in real estate, is it a lie? Is it a mirage? Is it a false sense of what you think you really want? Do you want to build a real estate investing business or do you want to build a portfolio of real estate that can supplement your income long-term if needed? They're two different strategies. If you want to build a business around real estate investing, then go far, go fast, get investors, get business partners, and go far and go fast. But if you're truly looking for supplemental income, as passive as it can get, passive is kind of a bad word, supplemental income, just in case you want to quit your job, just in case you get fired, just in case you hate your current business, then take it slow. It will compound. Mine and Kara's goal was two income producing properties a year for 10 years. And by the end of the second year, we had 80 spaces or 72 or 74 or whatever the number was um, because of mobile home park. So it can go faster, but the reality is the way that we get there is completely different and don't get confused by wanting supplemental income 
versus building a large real estate investing business. Hopefully that helps you. By the way, if you are a high earning accredited investor, meaning you make $200,000 a year or more for the last two years with the expectation of that continuing, or $300,000 as a married couple, or you have a million dollars of net worth and liquidity, um, not including your personal residence, we have investment opportunities in the mobile home park space. We have some short-term investment opportunities right now. It's 12 months pays 12%, 24 months pays 14%. It's backed by new manufactured homes. It's backed by promissory notes from communities that are buying those homes. And again, it's short-term paying pretty good returns. If you're interested in that, text the word investment to 480-531-7519. Again, this is for accredited investors only. Short-term notes backed by real estate. It's perfect. It's paying a good return right now. And all that blood in the streets that people are waiting for, your money's only locked up for 12 months, 24 months, depending on what you choose. So when the blood in the streets happens, if it happens, um, you'll have access to your liquidity. And right now, you know, it's really hard to judge what's a good deal, what's not a good deal. There's so many people that have their money sidelined because they're waiting for good real estate deals, which who knows if those are going to happen or not anytime soon. I have a feeling that real estate's going to just keep on going up. Um, so this allows you to invest your money short term. Again, if you're an accredited investor, want to make 12% return on your money for 12 months, text the word investment to 480-531-7519. And you and I can get on a call and talk about the opportunity. Appreciate you. And if you truly do want to be a passive investor, invest with us. If you truly do want to build your own portfolio, then maybe you should start looking at single family properties. That's become kind of like a cuss word in the investment world. But I think single family properties are a great way to build yourself a small portfolio. And if you want to just build a massive real estate empire, then go find partners, go build an investment firm, go find you know team members, et cetera. But remember at the end of the day, they're completely different. It's a different strategy. It's a different approach. One is building a business and one is building truly legacy money for the long term. Hopefully that helps. Go out there, make it great. If you've found value in this episode and you know someone who's wanting to start or move further along in their journey toward investing for freedom, I would be forever grateful if you would share this show with them and help me get this message out to more listeners. Also, if you enjoy what you've heard, I would appreciate it if you take 30 seconds and leave me a five-star review and share this with your friends. And until the next episode, cheers to moving further along in your journey of investing for freedom.